Section 14 of United States Senate Election, Expulsion, and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Anne M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Joanne Turner. Case 12. James Landman, 1769-1841, Connecticut. Election Case, Appointment, March 4, 1825, to March 7, 1825. Issues. Right of governor to make appointment to a term not previously filled by a legislature. Chronology. Credentials presented March 4, 1825. Referred to committee March 5, 1825. Committee report March 7, 1825. Senate vote March 7, 1825. Result. Not seated. Background. After a distinguished career in public service in Connecticut, James Landman was elected as a Democrat to the United States Senate in 1819. In the Senate, Landman served on the Committee for Commerce and Manufactures, where he supported the interests of the New England trade bloc. Statement of the case. When his term expired on March 3, 1825, Landman presented credentials from the governor appointing him to a second term. They were, quote, to take effect immediately after the third day of March, 1825, and to continue until the next meeting of the legislature, unquote, which was scheduled for May of that year. The Senate immediately challenged these credentials because the governor of Connecticut had pre-issued them on February 28th, 1825. Once again, the question centered on whether the failure of the state legislature to choose a senator gave the governor the right to do so. The arguments assumed a regional tone, as Horatio Seymour, Democrat of Vermont, supported Landman, while Littleton Taswell, Democrat of Virginia, opposed acceptance. Landman, apparently surprised by the turn of events, requested time to prepare a reply. He had little reason to expect any difficulty, since in four similar cases no significant challenges had been raised. After a lengthy floor discussion about procedures, the Senate on March 5 agreed to refer the matter to committee. In addition, it accepted the proposal by Martin Van Buren, Democrat of New York, that Landman be granted time to speak for himself when the committee report was returned. Response of the Senate. On March 7th, the committee, composed of Taswell, John Eaton, Democrat of Tennessee, and Henry Edwards, Democrat of Connecticut, reported that they had reviewed all the previous cases that bore upon the Landman situation and had found that a governor could fill a vacancy if the legislature was not in session. An existing Connecticut statute reinforced this view by specifically authorizing the governor to fill a vacancy caused by, quote, expiration of the term of service of a senator, unquote, if the legislature was not in session. Based on that information, and citing the precedent in the case of Uriah Tracy, see case 6, Edwards introduced a resolution permitting Landman to take his seat. John Holmes, Democrat of Maine, 
argued in opposition that under the Constitution, a governor lacked authority to issue credentials in advance of a vacancy. The Senate agreed, rejecting the committee's recommendation by a vote of 18 yeas to 23 nays, thus denying Landman his second term. Conclusion The rejection of James Landman's credentials represented a pivotal case in the evolution of senatorial election challenges. It highlighted the increasingly complex task the Senate faced when forced to rule on contested elections, the local circumstances of which often remained obscure to the national legislature. Although the Senate apparently denied Landman his seat because a state executive had no authority to anticipate a vacancy, this doctrine had not been observed in earlier cases, nor was it maintained several years later in the 1837 challenge to Ambrose Sevier's credentials, see Case 16. In that instance, the committee made the distinction that the vacancy in the Landman case was not, quote, unforeseen, unquote, but merely represented the expiration of a regular term. The meaning of the Landman case was extensively discussed by the Senate half a century later in the 1879 case of Charles H. Bell, C.K. 71, in which it was cited as a precedent both for and against seating Bell. The source of the difficulty lay in the vague outline of the discussion contained in Niles Weekly Register, the only source, both now and in 1879, for the actual debate on the case. Perhaps behind the facade of constitutional arguments lay Southern feelings bruised by Landman's pro-New England votes on the Committee of Commerce and Manufactures and Northern memories of Landman's vote with the South on the Missouri Compromise of 1820. Landman retired to his home in Connecticut. There he continued his public career, first as a judge in the state courts and then as the mayor of Norwich. He died in 1841. End of Case 11 and of Section 13